Hey there, Christy Lynn Hanshi, a wall zebra. Now, the next little conversation I'm going to have is with my husband. We are riding around the island. I tell you, we do that all the time where the turtles are preserved and we're riding around the island and I've been getting a lot of messages from individuals saying that they would do an interview uh, because we started the Facebook group, the other zebra group, and that's for what we consider those that take care of us that have this illness. So I started the other zebra group because people were asking about it, but the thing is I couldn't get anybody to run it. So I started it and people were saying, I need to know what to tell my fiance. And I said, well, I've got an interview coming up with individuals and we just can't line it up because of this illness. And I thought, screw it. I'll just interview my husband, Chris. <laughs> so here you go. So we're just diddy bopping around the island and I'm just going to kind of start off pretty much how this happened for us and what has happened since this illness has come to fruition and I, we know that I'm living with it and this is the new way I have to learn to life, uh, live life. So anyway, we're taking a little ride around the island. I'm a little freaked out because we've been watching all these ghost stories and I'm honestly like freaking out thinking things are coming out of the woods and it's close to Halloween. So I'm totally freaking out, but I wanted to have my husband on Chris say hello, please. Hello everybody. I'm Chris. And so there he is. And <laughs> Pretty much what happened was we started dating and I was told at 17 I couldn't have kids. We were just kind of hanging out and July 2007, I found out I was pregnant. August 2007, we moved in together. We got married October 2008. I had an incredible pregnancy. We ate a lot. We ate a lot during that time. And I enjoyed the pregnancy. It was all great. Had Wyland. We got married. We went on our honeymoon. And October 2009, on our year anniversary, we were in the hospital because he was holding my hand during a biopsy because they found breast cancer in my right breast. So we went from just dating to being living together and then being parents and then all of a sudden I've got breast cancer. It got very serious very quick, didn't it? Yeah, it did. It was it was kind of brutal. But we went through it and then one thing after another would happen. It was breast cancer. And then in 2010, Wyland, he broke my nose and I had to have a couple surgeries. That was that was, uh, well, that was something. <laughs> that was something. And I was like, I think you, you got to get home. Your son broke my nose. But I got a new nose in the school. Yeah. Well, when <laughs> it happened, I was driving from Williamsburg to Richmond away yep. from you. And about halfway in between the two points, when it, I get the phone call saying that I think your son broke my nose. And... I didn't know. I had to ask you, do I need to turn around or yeah. do I go to work? It was and, cool. No, you, you toughed it out. You threw some ice on it, said do your job. I came home and the swelling had gone down enough so yeah. that it really didn't look that bad. I'm, I'm sure it didn't feel Oh, great. no, it was, it, it but, was painful, um, but it, it gave us a story. And yeah. I got a brand new nose because I hated my nose. So I, was, I felt fortunate there. So that was cool. But I went through those surgeries okay that was it so 
that was our our courtship. Two thousand had a lot of pancakes, and we had a wedding pancake, and that's the story for another day. And I've told about it. But so <laughs> we go ahead. We get through the breast cancer. We get through my broken nose, and then I have to have shoulder surgery because the shoulders capsular shrinkage that I had done years ago ended up becoming a titanium shoulder. So I had to have a shoulder surgery. So he went through that, and then two thousand eleven, it was the neuropathy and then in 2012 it was something else then there was seizures in 2016 thyroiditis so <laughs> by this time it was one thing after another and it was about one a year yeah one sickness illness something every yeah. year it seemed like yeah. after the breast cancer yeah and it was just, it was, well, it was constantly, after the baby. yeah, one thing after another. He had uh, his bicep ripped off. He had to have a shoulder surgery in the middle of this. Our roof got, the tree fell into it. I mean, we had all this go through. I painted the house for the first and last time in 2011. But pregnant. Preg no, oh, no, no, no. Wyler was three. Bubby was three. I thought you, okay. No, that was after the tree fell into it. Okay. But so, 2011, I was, I mean, we were, I was working, doing what I wanted to do. 6 a.m. to 10, I had a husband, I had a son, all things that I was told I couldn't have, and I had it. And then, all of a sudden, those quick little surgeries turned into, I couldn't, I couldn't lie flat for three months straight. Remember, we slept in the living room sitting up. Yes. No, yeah. no we, we moved into the living room. <laughs> I forgot about that. That oh was one gosh, point yeah. the bed was in the living room. That's right. Legit, legitimately in the middle of the bed, living room. Floor, yeah, you stay with as me. If, yeah. 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 So, oh God, I forgot about that. So, yeah. So, we had that. <laughs> and then there'd be three months where I couldn't sit up. So, they deal with me with that. And then uh, he had to start carrying me to the bathroom because I couldn't walk on my feet. And there's going to be a whole other um, time when the kind of those stories get told or, or, or told um, to a different group yeah. of people oh, yeah. um, on 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 the the newest page that you have that I'm yeah. going to start being a little bit more active on very soon. But yeah, that, that's definitely one of the ones that will yeah. will be told. And um, because I know I can't be the only person out there who physically has to we need to be, start driving off be the strong island. enough <laughs> that, um, that I can lift you up and when need be and take you to the bathroom and carry you back and yeah. or, or wherever it needed to be. You know? Yeah, it's I'm sorry, that was... we're on the island, so he's going to drive and you're going to go on a ride with us. But no, he's exactly right. He had to pick me up and carry me to and from the bathroom. And there was no warning for this. No, no. <laughs> I mean, and we had a newborn baby. And we were trying to do all of this. And we went from going on vacation. I had to carry him too. Yes, you did. Crazy. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. <laughs> and then he was into Taekwondo going six nights a week. Our son. Our son. Oh, yes. yeah. Not, I know, Chris. I no. can't do that too. No, he can, uh, he can jump higher. Yeah, you can jump higher. But no, <laughs> so we would take Bubby there and every event he wanted to go to. And I was volunteering because I wanted to be very active in my son's life. And so we were doing things. And then it got to the point that Chris helped me pick out the coolest wooden cane. 
Remember that? Yeah, that was a good and bad day. <laughs> it, it was. It was. He got me the coolest stool for the... Um, I wish we, the island wasn't closing, but I know we have to go. But, but he got me the coolest stool for the... Oh, yeah, I guess we do have to get off, don't we? Because it yes, is. I get, yeah, I've got to take the short tour. To yeah, okay. We have, there's a long tour and a short tour on the island. But he went ahead and got me a stool. But the thing was, I had to accept that I had this illness... And I still haven't almost accepted it. And the only reason why I'm kind of giving in now is because it's not fair to him <laughs> or my son any longer. Because imagine, he and I dated from January 2007 to finding out we were having a baby in July 2007. There wasn't any prep time to know each other. Then we moved in with each other. It, I mean, <laughs> right? Yeah, and, there, was and, a whole, there was a whole lot of steps that seemed to either... If not just downright skipped, got um, kind of sped up or fast forwarded. Yeah. Where the normal amount of time that, (laughs) I know this is how you like to say it. So say the normal amount of time things like courting would have taken. I know, yeah. Or cut in half or in third or quarter or whatever. So that Uh, if if everything was sped up and and made to go, um, it made to not go fast, but to get done and complete and behind us so we can move on to the next thing is things were just coming at us so fast. We just, yeah, we, <laughs> we just celebrated. I have to always ask how old is our son to figure out that's how long <laughs> we've been married because he was at our wedding. Um, so we just celebrated our 15th wedding anniversary. And then in 2008, that means January 2008, that's and our happy first happy anniversary date. to you again. Thank you. Happy yes, anniversary yesterday. to you. I know. That was nice. And I was sick. And I was sick. Why? Because that Annetta, the PT, pushed me down violently, the attack, and destroyed it. <laughs> it's, it's the truth. But this is the thing, though. Get this. I came home. La- okay, this is something for you. We'll get back to the rest of this. But listen to this. My husband... Okay, on Monday, I came home, and that's when we had our first date night, right? And we went to Lowe's, our first date night in four years. And we, they could hear everything. Hey, no, uh, I understand. I'm trying to be quiet. Oh, no, but you're okay. What <laughs> you looking for? This is so pretty. I wish y'all could see it. So, we went ahead, and but they're probably waiting for us. The, we're talking about the park rangers. You know, we got to hurry oh, and get out of here. I know. So, anyway. So, okay, get this. I'm digging in my purse. I'm trying, oh, here you go. So, get this. I come home Monday from my fascial appointment. And I said, let's go. He was shot. <laughs> Were you surprised? I was walking faster than you and Lowe's. Oh, no. I, that's because, I mean, not that you aren't extremely tall. And you don't even have to try to walk faster than me. Your long strides just put you there. Yeah. Um, but it has been so long since you were just nonchalantly walking, kind of a, a, your your version of walking, everyone yeah. else's version of speed walking, <laughs> um, and moving right through there like we used to do about 15 years ago. Yeah, because that's what we did. It, every, it, was, you know, it was great. We it, were known at the last. you haven't. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. Remember, well, big fish in a little pond. It's right. very sad. I strive for every moment here. But, well, you told the Lowe's thing with the manager oh, and all yeah, that just oh, yeah. recently. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this is the thing. So I come home Monday, and then we're out and about, and we're going to Lowe's and ditty bopping and getting things. Then on Tuesday, I go to PT because I want them to know, ha-ha, I'm great. And 
Then on the ride home, I'm calling them. When I come home, my husband's there in between jobs. And I said, she busted my pelvis. I mean, remember, you, I mean, oh, I, I was trying not to cry. It was terrible. I was trying not to cry. I mean, you knew I was a little perturbed. I don't know. We had a, you had about <laughs> the best day you had had in recent memory. Literally. Oh, yeah. You're the me- one who gave me the phrase, I couldn't even get 24 hours. Yeah. No, you didn't. So, there you have it. I couldn't even get 24 hours, and he witnessed that. Now, this is... I was timing it. Yeah, well, this is 15 years into our relationship, and when we got together, I was pregnant. Then... No, you, let's rephrase well, no, that. No, no. I mean, no, I was pregnant after we got together. You were, well, of course, it had to happen like Well, that. you had my child, so you couldn't have been pregnant when we got together. Right. It's your baby. <laughs> well, well, no, but I mean, you know, I mean, we got together. Then and we got pregnant. I got pregnant. Yes. I hate when people say we got pregnant because okay. we didn't. I did it. Trust me. I did the pregnant. I did the pregnant. But we had a baby. So then. No, we didn't. Well, I had the baby. <laughs> they cut it out of me. Oh, my son. did that. But. Like so it. this is the thing. I come home Monday just so happy that I had it in me and we went and did things and then I came home going I can't believe the words I used you'd be bleeping them right now because I was like I just I couldn't believe this happened it was truly detrimental and it broke my heart and that's what happened for our anniversary it messed up my digestive system the way she scrunched me down with the visceral fascia to the point that it it messed up the ability to use the restroom and my ability to eat food started making me feel bad. So by the time our anniversary came, we had McDonald's last night, right? Well, <laughs> Which I'm very happy about because I had the leftovers. You today. know, it was your anniversary. It was. Our anniversary. And, and nothing but the best. And But that's the thing. I had spent all day. We were in bed. I was in bed all day and he sat right there with me. That's another thing too. We bought a chair. Because I'm in the bed, so I was bedridden for a year. Get this. He had to go to work, take care of our son, and bring me food because I couldn't walk. How was that? How did, are you asking me <laughs> yeah. how was that? Yeah. Oh, how was that? Like, all of a sudden, we're sitting there. You've got a wife. You come that home was... to food being prepared for you because I got sick. I have my fake shoulder put in, my titanium shoulder. And we're living life and this, that, and the other. Then all of a sudden, I'm bedridden. And there's nothing broken on me. I'm just, all of a sudden, I can't get up. Well, honestly, besides the worry, you know, oh oh my gosh, my wife is now stuck in bed and literally cannot get out by herself. Um, You know, that, that is a bad thing to have to deal with in the best of situations. I can't imagine a good situation where you would have to deal with that. But you were having problems to begin with and suddenly, yeah, you, you know, I'm once again having to carry you to to get you here and there, you know, literally picking you up. Um, It was difficult. It was difficult because it was not only, you know, I... And, and I know what you do, you know, most people use the bathroom, say, uh, uh, say you have to, I'll be nice, tickle yeah. five times a day just to put a number on it. Okay. Well, you would sit there and hold it 
some unimaginably <laughs> crazy amount of time that cannot possibly be healthy for you and you're going to pay for it one day. That's going to be the next thing or something. Oh, wow. But um, you would just sit there, you know, where the average person may have to use the restroom five times a day. Um, it was like two times a day for you because you were trying to not put me out. Yeah. Somehow. And it hurt and, to be touched. <laughs> it physically yeah, but, hurt uh, to be touched. But now I felt bad because you were doing everything yeah, else. But, well, that, the hard part, that's what I was saying. That the hard part is you're not taking advantage of, of the situation in any way, shape, or form. You never did. And you never have. You know, you don't lay in bed and go clean the house I can't walk I can oh, go take the kid to school I can't you know you, you're just not that person but um, to be honest besides worrying about your health the worst part of all that was going through the transition of and we should have made an agreement upon uh, with things like this long ago before this ever became an issue but Going from how you clean the house to how I clean the house, for instance. Oh, God. How yeah. I, we do each, you know, each one of us does the same thing, but in, in their own way. There's a deer. <gasps> a deer. Deer just ran across in front of We've us. We've never That's seen Bigfoot. Always foot. cool. We've never it's seen Bigfoot. It's never Bigfoot. Big it's always a little deer. But it was a deer. Um, a deer. A female deer. <laughs> But uh, uh, the deer may lose my train I of know. thought, kind. But it, but no, but that's what we were talking about. How there was there was no thought process. Like it went from me, like I'm all of a sudden bedridden. No, yeah, no, I got it. And, I, re- I mean, I remember that, but I'm just the. Uh, I was joking. Just oh. joking about that <laughs> no, I'm like, oh, well. um, it was no. Just to kind of sum it up, I guess it was really difficult. Yeah, nobody wants to see. Their other person sitting there in any kind of um, pain, incapacitated in any way. Just, I mean, I, I can sit there and I'm sure that there are many other people out there that listen to your podcast. Uh, the, the people on, oh my gosh, the people on the pages on your on Facebook that you run. Um, they are putting that stuff out there every day that there's. <laughs> there's there's just no um yeah it, there's no easy way of doing this you know and unfortunately i never looked at it as burdens i don't mean this this may be not to be taken out of context i used the word in an improper place um i never looked at any of this as burdensome god you know it wasn't something that Oh my gosh, I've got to do this again today, or I've got to do that again today. But you know, you go on. Uh, I go on to some of the pages, and, you know, your bigger, your the big page yeah. you have, um, and I can't believe some of the stories that the uh, the members there are telling about how their significant other isn't supporting them in oh, in I any know. way, shape, or form, I and, know, I know, and, I and not just through. Uh, through a lack of understanding of what you may be going through because maybe you don't even know yet what all this involves because every time you know the majority of the people who are on your pages um posting i mean there's plenty of people that have been there for a long time and post but when you're new that's when you do the most posting 
Yeah. You're new. You just got diagnosed. And now you've got to find out what to do. And I see that over and over and over just on a daily basis when I go to that page and I look. And there's people who don't know what they're doing. And there's people who don't know <laughs> if what um, is being planned on being done to them is right or, or wrong. Or if, if, if it's other people, people that success. Because I know... God forbid, you know, you ever have to have a surgery and I hear that a lot as well with the EDS crowd is, yeah, there's, there's fusions left and right, you know, they you know, fuse, yeah, fuse this, fuse that because I guess it's yeah, the strength. It's, I don't know if it's a strength thing or what, or what that particular person's issue may be that caused them to make the decision to go, undergo surgery for this. Right. Yeah. But you know, for me, for me, I'm sitting there going, my gosh, you've had to ha- have a um, breast cancer to yeah. deal with. You know, you had surgery for that. That was, you know, one of the very first things that, that happened. And that did not set things up for me mentally. Uh, once I found out that you know, there's so many different things that come along with EDS, that didn't really put me in a good headspace. And it was very difficult to deal with you getting sick it was difficult to deal with you going from being the person that you were which was bouncing out of bed in the morning well, I don't know what the need for an alarm would have ever been because you were up way before any alarm would have woke you up and and you were gone you're off to the races man and until you laid down at nighttime to go to bed at 10 11 or whatever time we would finally go to bed you were, I mean, you were doing, you were nonstop and it was hard to deal with that because it hit you very hard that way. And it's, yeah, yeah the hardest part on for me, and, and it's one of the things I just said, and that was both things I just said, just in, in two different, um, uh, quick little statements, but, uh, the hardest part of you getting sick, honestly, First, I've got to watch my wife sit there and suffer, and I cannot do anything about it. I don't feel like I am any sort of big, bad, strong man because I can take you to the restroom when you need to go. You and know, it's not real that, sexy. That, that, it's, it's not even that. <laughs> it's not it's sexy. That, it's, it's the helplessness of at least uh, coming from my part of it, you know, coming from my side, and you know how I am. I don't sit there and talk. Yeah, like like let you, you know, tell me that you have a problem, and then just say, okay, well, you know, I'm here for you. I'm a, I'm a guy. I, I it's time to to fix this. You got, now. I was gonna say, yeah, you gotta fix it. It's time to fix this, and, and I can't fix and this. And we didn't know I can't, what I can't even hardly help this in any way shape or form well and so you i've got to watch you suffer and know that there's nothing i can do well what about when we were in the hospital room and the neurologist looked at all the bruises on my legs <laughs> and he made this look at, oh my god at you that'll and be looked. a story on that, that i'm talking about because there's going to be some some things coming up from me soon oh yeah well that's that's Th- all that's going to talk to to the other people's to to your 
the crowd's the other half. Yeah, to the other. I'm going to be talking yeah. to them in one way or another. Because there's nothing told worse. Them that side we, of the story. we were trying to find out when my body just started going down after I gave birth. I mean, that's what I'm saying. We were just going, 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 and it, and it was all I could do not to cry because it's nice to be remembered that way. But I feel like I'm trying so hard to to get it back. But that's the whole thing is that we went this way and then to try to 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 well, it was, it was going back down the parkway <laughs> but it's it's kind of like how do you handle and navigate with everything now when you're so limited and when you see things for me just kind of stop and you know how hard it is to like ask to be used in the restroom and things like that what was it like watching me because this is the thing when we went to the hospital we didn't know what was wrong and when we discovered that a lot had to do with my fascia and I started having the fascial remodeling done I had a lot of bruises because that's the sign of healing with this procedure this modality so when we were with our sixth neurosurgeon he told me with encouragement I would walk and then my husband's just looking there going oh my god my husband was standing outside because this can go on forever so I'll just kind of nip it here he was standing outside June 6th 2022 when they made him leave the hospital room when I couldn't hold my head up and I couldn't stand up and they made him leave the room when you turned around and you watched them let me drop to the floor telling me we're not going to catch you how did that piss you off um <laughs> how did that you, I, mean, you right. you right. I couldn't have been much more upset that it, not just that they Followed through with the threat. <laughs> I know. And if I if I hadn't been running in that direction, the, um, uh, yeah, it, it, you, but you could end up hurt just yeah. because these people being jerks. But oh my god, the the you go in there, and I don't know the right term for what you had when your leg was kind of kicking and yeah. doing the, the kind of yeah. bouncing thing. I, I don't know. There's just muscle spasms I, 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 gone wacky. Right, but yeah. I'm sure there's a there's a real term yeah. for it. They just kept saying um, neurological. It's so hard, and it's so hard to explain without sounding like I am being insulting. Yeah. Because it was it, bad. Because the way it looks, the only way to explain it is to... <laughs> okay, so well, let's, let's move past that. No, he, uh, he would have to hold my legs down. I would be spasming so bad. And then, well, I mean, look at it this way. It wasn't fun for him to watch me cry, but just we'll put it funny way and look like this. Remember after they said it's neurological and we're driving down the road, all of a sudden my right arm, my left arm just starts moving and starts slapping you. Like you do something and it kind of stresses me out. And all of a sudden my arm just starts going and I actually, I actually hit you. And that's what we're doing. We're going down the road and I'm going, I can't stop it. And you had to hold my hand down. Did you really think that I had no control? Or at what point were you like, oh my God, this woman is totally crazy? No, I've, I've, I've known you long before any of this stuff um, started happening with what we're talking about now, yeah. with the muscle spasm, the, the, the insanely um, almost cartoonish or almost, yeah. almost like vaudevillian way that you had to would have had to have been putting it out there so that the person in the 
furthest seat from the stage got every nuance of your movement, of the movement of yeah. your legs. No, it that, was intense. It, 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 it was, was it was very big. big. I mean, it, it was, and and yeah. I never, I had never for one second thought that you were putting on a show. But and I'll tell you this much: <laughs> that, my husband can fly out too because June 9th, when I got with my fasciologist and every hospital, every doctor, my EDSPT, all said it was neurological. And I'll never forget when my husband looked at me and said, Christy, you need to admit that they're right so I can get you out of this hospital. If not, they're going to admit you. Do you know at that point I thought, oh my God, my husband doesn't believe me. Do you know how scared I was? Uh, I wasn't looking at things that way. I was, I I I had a different train of thought. Right, I was freaking out. But that's what I'm saying. That's what happens. It pitted us against each other. He's my biggest support system, and oh, he no. came to me, and it, it. I. I was. I was being turned against my husband, and and that's what this illness does to you. I'm not making light. I mean, that really was. I mean, that was messed up. That was a messed up situation because you are my biggest support system, and for the hospital to make it, like to just keep telling you, they just kept reinforcing to you it was in my head. Yeah, well, but they just kept repeating to me that it was in yeah. in, in your head. First of all, this is psychology one on one, and I I don't take well to reinforcement uh, yeah. through repetition. It's just, uh, yeah, no, I'm a grown man. But that's something to <laughs> and, put out there and, and, for but, people to know what's gonna could happen. Well, well, sure, but I the doctor, a nurse, a, a whatever in that hospital who was not responding to your actual statement or your list of problems. You have you going in there saying, I'm suffering from this, this, and this. When they weren't responding to that and taking it seriously, I, I just had already mentally moved on. I checked out of there and was right. already thinking about what was next. But then, because we've already been through this with so many doctors so many times. And first of all, the hardest thing... I, I, oh my gosh, I guess in this conversation, I can sit there just over and over and over and saying the hardest thing. Yeah. And then the next conversation, someone will be like, thing. the hardest thing? Yeah, sure. Because, yeah, it's always going to come out like that. But, you know, sitting there, basically, like you were saying, you know, just, I was like, just agree with them. Yeah. Agree with them, do what we need to do, or they're going to make you stay here for a psyche valve exactly. because they think that you are doing this for attention or something. Yeah, because yeah, that's, that's how bad it looked. It yeah, honestly... I know, I know. It, it looked cartoonish. It looked, <laughs> it looked like you were like, hey, y'all, let me... I'm going to start slapping my foot on the ground and on the upbeat, I'm going to smack my knee. Okay. That was yeah. Oh my gosh. He, people was, were going to start popping up from the corn behind us I and mean, blowing on jugs. I, the woman uh, had a needle. I wouldn't have been faking it. The woman had a needle. The nurse, and I'm like, trust me, if I could stop it, I would. Oh my gosh. Uh, it was horrible. They but, they treated you like you were in. <laughs> I, I, I didn't understand it because if you were in there faking it for, for with, with the actions that you were having with, with what your body was going through yeah. if that was all fake what medication would you have been in there trying to get that to abuse 
Exactly. Because, I had because you're sick. I had anything. Because, well, I'm just saying, yeah. you're sick. You're in the ER I'm in the middle of the night. And these people aren't believing you. And, and I don't know if it's. The only thing I could think of was, besides they think psych, is that, <laughs> hey, I mean, they don't know either. But I mean, yeah, but, but they did not handle that I'll properly. I'll those cafeteria and, carrots. Every, about what, every single one of those people. Uh, until we got to, to um, hospital employee number six. Uh-huh. either number five. I'm not sure. Either oh, five or number right. six. When we finally got back into a room. And I had already left and had to come back. Yeah. If you remember correctly. Yeah, I, I had did. to leave and, and go get something to come, come yeah. back to the hospital. And at that time, I came back and someone was treating you properly. And there may be people that are out there that you know if you are very lucky and if you're one of the me's out there whose significant other is the zebra then if you haven't had to send a lot of hospitals over the years then both of you are very lucky indeed because this thing it, it, it takes over and you will go from planning your next vacation to sitting there and wondering how you're going to manage to get all this stuff done between the hospital that room that you're now put in for the next for the next night to, for observation because that's yeah. what they did. Yeah. Um, and I mean they 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 really just until you got into a room they treated you horribly. Yeah. No, it was bad. It was bad. And so that's why that was like my last trip. And then once I got my diagnosis, and this is the one thing that I want for like proof here or validation, is that he saw that June 7th, the hospital, my EDSPT, everybody said it was all neurological and that I needed a psych eval and all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, June 9th, so my fast, yeah, that was my EDSPT, yeah. yeah. And so my OT turned to my fasciologist this was her new job and I had to wait for her to become legal. She became legal June 9th. She came in, she took one look at me, took me back to the bedroom and You mean properly certified and yeah, and licensed. Yeah, me, yeah, pro- right, correct, right, medical right. <laughs> and because she was opening up this new emerging science that she had perfected by being my home health nurse. So then she sits there and gets rid of the fascial adhesion in my back. At that point, did you? Because I, I had been explaining to you the the neuropathy relief I had gotten and all of that stuff. But you were like, okay, at least I wasn't crying every day. But on that day, did you like become a believer of fascial remodeling because I was no longer spasming? I wasn't hitting, and I could breathe. Do you remember that I, day? I when, don't remember if it was that occasion. Because at that point, I already knew Ebony, and right. you'd already been seeing her just as your regular OT. But, it had, but since I've her, been doing stuff, have you seen that that's like the one modality? That, that is the one thing that even you have said, this isn't fascia. I know fascia. This is this. Yeah. And the, most recently, and, and you know, for... 99% of the time, you're absolutely right. Nobody knows your body better than you. And 
unless it's something that you had never heard of, like when Ebony said, there's something called fascia in your body. Yeah. You know, except for that time when you first heard about it, you know, you've done all the studies since then, and you know what's going on pretty much. Um, when you say that there is something going on, I take it seriously. You're not faking it. When you are... Um, Looking for, I want. Let me rephrase that. Not when you are, um, at for the period of time when you were looking through the list that seemed to be growing slowly but surely of different modalities that had helped other people, and this person had a great success with this, and this person, you know, because of of this, they could now feed themselves or weren't on a feeding yeah. tube or whatever the case yeah. may have been and you you know you, you had your fasciologist and worst case scenario which was still a, a good case if you had to have it uh, you had a backup kind of in Katrina yeah who, who, could, who at least understood the fascia um, she just didn't go at it the way Ebony does right right um, but yeah, at the same time, always trying to see if there's something else. that is there that one thing out there that can help you? Because no one thing is helping everybody. Right. It's just not. It's, yeah, and, <laughs> if I could even say just one uneducated, unstudied statement, I would say about this disease, I would say make the very last thing you ever do for anything surgery because I have seen you go through one modality after the other and no matter if you got a little relief one time you go back and and it wasn't the same thing you know or it was absolutely no no help at all the second time or like acupuncture that uh, you might try acupuncture and, and that Oh my God! You were—you called me crying. You were—you yeah. wa- were walking. Yeah, it's like it opened. It, it opened something, and then it just stopped. But, but you took advantage. But yeah. the second time, it—they're it, not so much. And then yeah, it, it was just at one point, it was just—it would have been you simply going in there and having to trust in him that it would start working again. Yeah. And in the meantime, pay for trip after trip after trip or visit after visit. Yeah. Um, fascia remodeling. It's the only thing, even when you thought it wasn't the fascia, it was, yeah. and it is the only thing that 100% of the time has helped other than when you got, what was it called, with your breathing the first time with the throat? Oh, yeah, uh, the vocal cord dysphonia. Yes. Other than the dysphonia. Yeah. Which popped into my mind, of course, uh, yeah. a second after I said nothing else. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, other than the dysphonia, which there was no denying at uh, yeah, at the end of all that, that it was the dysphonia. It was not fascia causing the problem. But that's the only other, that's the only time. Every other time, breathing problem, fascia. This past week, you've been sitting here suffering You've been going through it. The PT put the yeah put the the downward move on you. 
there and, and bound you all up and you haven't been able to breathe and you've been blowing through a straw and talking to, well, you know, kind of wonder what you're going to do because it was the postural. Yeah. Um, the therapist, therapist that did it. Yeah. That did it. The person who's supposed to be helping you That's breathe, a bummer too. But, you, yeah. but that's the person who took away the breathing and after all that said and done and once again, today you saw Ebony and it was the fascia again. Yeah. It had nothing to do with your breathing. No. It had, I mean, with with your lungs, with uh, with your posture, yeah. with with anything. It, it was your fascia. It was your sticky fascia. Yeah. And bing, bang, boom. Ebony attacks you and goes all Rambo on you with the um, Ashley Black stuff. The you know, the fascia blasters. Yeah. And um, you know, I come home from my appointment and you come home from your appointment and you're walking upright and you're breathing and, and talking. We're out and about and, now. We've been talking for over yeah. 40 minutes and yep. not including the 20 or 30 minutes before and we were picking up our son and ran an errand no. all since I had my fascia appointment. You are no less up right now today than you were a week ago before that physical therapist yeah. hurt you. And you have spent the last week essentially doing everything you can to argue with me and get be able to get out of bed. Yeah. Because I didn't want to let you out there, not because I'm trying to keep you down or no, anything. No, it was painful. Yeah. It and, was painful. Yeah. And I just had to, to get and, through And frustrated. I mean, like you kept saying, uh, I brought it up and I wish I hadn't said it, but... Yeah, you didn't get a full day. You no. didn't get you didn't get one time around the clock. No. Or, or I'm sorry, two no, times around, two the, clock. Times around yeah, the clock. Maybe no, it's a really big around. clock. No, it's it a 24 is. hour like clock. A we're going clock. military. Okay? I know. Hey, if I we're in 30 countries and I didn't know we had that many. Yeah, well, use military so time, and I'm right. We can do whatever we want because <laughs> if, I'm like I'm embarrassed. I'm learning. If any of your listeners ever learn anything about me, it is that I don't like being wrong. No, it's there. We're good. And I'll say I'm right even if I'm not. Okay. But no, but that's that's the thing is that you have to watch. You have to watch me suffer and cry. You have to watch me being told that there's nothing wrong. You have to see the doctors trying to get you out of the room because they're thinking you're abusing me. And then he dislocated my knee when he did my exam. Oh my gosh. The very die I went, oh. You couldn't walk. You're on crutches. I'm helping you on crutches. Mm-hmm. I'm not on crutches. He I'm helping you're you with abusing crutches. Abusing me. I'm taking you <laughs> all from where we're at to where he's at. After a very long wait to get in there, mm-hmm. and, and you're never I'm going to pick, go to pick the 24 hours before the mm-hmm. appointment that was scheduled months in advance to beat you. Yeah, I know, <laughs> yeah, right? that, you, Ebony saw you, and now they did what they were supposed to do. They got me out of the room and asked you, or, or tried to, you know, spoke to you privately and made sure at least as far as you would admit to them that yeah everything was good or everything was bad you know they they got they did do this and i can understand why they did it because you i don't know if for all of you out there who have been fascia blasted oh yeah they the fascia blasters if done well let me put it this way if your fasciologist or you are nearly as energetic and happy to push those things out in one try 
and I mean in one attempt, then you are left with bruises. And depending on the fascia blaster, it can look like knuckles. Oh, yeah. It can look yeah. like long scrapes or scratches or something that bruises that extend six and eight inches in lines beside each other, almost as if my fingers like pressed into your skin so hard that I didn't scratch you, I bruised you if I was trying to scratch you. I mean, it's ridiculous to actually, if when you first see it, the initial reaction, oh gosh, yeah. is there a problem? Once they looked at the bruises, there was absolutely no way that I did that to you. No. <laughs> or anybody did that right. to you. But the thing is, though, have what I've kind of noticed, what what makes a difference more for me is that you've seen the whole transition. And when you see me with those bruises and this, that, and the other, you're seeing me up and you're seeing me doing things. But what was it like having to go through... You've, you've watched me cry. You've watched me not be able to walk. You've watched me fight the doctors. We've gone through all of this. And then we find finally find a modality that works. And we start going this way. At what point do you kind of... It's, it's like because you have to constantly encourage me that I'm not going to be the way I used to be. And you're encouraging me to keep doing the things that are helping me get up and walk. And it's like you work seven days a week because you because this isn't a modality that's covered by insurance. <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> but you knowing what it does for me because you know I'd get up and work if I could. Mm, yes. But what does it do for you? You have to witness all of this and then... Just how, so this how is the rephrasing of the question I didn't answer last time. Yeah, well, I apologize. Just, no. I would. I probably went off on a tangent no, or something. Fine. Else, but, but how how is it? Do you handle the fact that you're having to fight with me just as much? I mean, it's like I'm now. Were you happy when I got the diagnosis and then? We realized that I had sticky fascia and that we had to work on the fascia and you started learning this with me. Do you feel like it's, has it been beneficial? I mean, is it better now because do you just, you're like, you just expect once a year that something might happen. I mean, how have you gotten to the point that you are truly so supportive about it, but we had no court in time. And now I'm bawling like a baby because I think I'm in peri, almost, let's fingers crossed, hope menopause now. And our son is 15 and I'm like, there's just no way he can move out. So I'm going through all of that. And now you're seeing that I'm trying to get my abilities to walk and things like that. How does that kind of, I mean, how, how do you kind of accept all of that? Because you've had Which to say Which version of this question do you want me to answer? Just whatever. Part A, B. I mean, okay. yeah. We just part A. Just say, I'll, I'll start with part it? A. Yeah. Just, I mean, how <laughs> um, is it? For me, it is not intellectually difficult to deal with. I know that you've got, 
H-E-D-S. You got H-E-D-S. I know what that means. Uh, we're beginning to learn that, at least with you, and and the fact that you have gotten very lucky, and I know it's over and over and over, but with your fasciologist, and she is willing to go the extra mile to give you what you want, which is a lot more than most <laughs> of her other patients probably want. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. is to get the remodeling, the fashion remodeling done as quick as you can because you want to get back to a regular life and in, in your mind anyway. And, and, you know, that's going to be the first step. If fashion remodeling is what's helping you, then getting to a point where it's a maintenance modality that keeps you up and going once a month or something like that, as opposed to, I have to go to this or see Ebony at least once a week, if not more, or I simply cannot even get out of bed or I can't, I can't breathe or I can't, yeah, or, you know, just, just the things you deal with. Um, I find it extremely easy to deal with as far as supporting you. It shouldn't be easy for anyone to look at their significant other, their loved one, their whatever, their son, their daughter, your wife, your husband, suffer. And (laughs) you... Pardon me. I'm sorry. My voice is getting dry. Um, You catch yourself starting to feel like it's normal. Whatever that thing may be now. After, you know, after it's come and it's been here for a few months or whatever it is. Yeah. You know, I mean, thyroiditis. I mean, that was six to nine months. That went into a year. That was six to nine yeah. months given. So it wasn't like I was going to see you tomorrow morning and you're going to be better. Oh, yeah. So, oh, I was bitchy. So <laughs> oh, it was yeah, What you had to look forward to was you suffering from that, whether it was fevers or the, the hormones or whatever the case may have yeah. been. You know, you, you know, you know how affected you. It's, it's a very emotional thing. It's your hormones messing with you. It's your thyroid. Um, but it did not affect what I would do for you. It wouldn't affect, yeah, you, say you lost your mind on me one time, and, and yeah, I didn't hold that against you either because with your thyroid, again, the hormones are there, and what do you do? You go from yelling, screaming, and a rage to crying, and you're so sorry, and, and oh, none of it <laughs> is, is under your control after a certain extent you know there's nothing you can do uh, you know, to, to stop it you may be able you may be able to try to tone it down a bit but you you just can't control it what, what do you do against your hormones you know it's, it's like you know walking down the street and four people come and overpower you you know your, your hormones are four people well, and they the will thing. overpower you every time um, I just in my mind, I didn't really think of this as something that other people 
had and but were not being supported at least emotionally and I mean whatever capacity this hits you in whether you are a very practical person and down to earth and you know you're not going to let some people are just they are very logical and that's how they look at everything and they may not be that emotional about it, so we'll call it the Spock. You know, Spock's, Spock's going to do what needs to be done, but he's not going to be overly emotional about it. Um, but I read some comments on, you know, the the HSD, Hypermobility page, um, the big page. Right. Um, and right now I'm talking about it, so I can't think of the name. <laughs> Pardon me. But, yeah, yeah I read. H-E-D-S, HSD group. Right. There we go. Um, but yeah, you know, I'll read some of the posts on there, and I'm sitting there thinking, uh, a vehicle just pulled up beside us. You hear their music? <laughs> yeah, but yeah. But you read some of the po- comments. Well, yeah, you read the, the comments, and you there people questioning how do the other zebras deal with the lack of support from their spouse, their significant other, whatever it may be. So you know, just. It, to me, it's always you got to take care. For me, I take care of my wife. If, I, if it's taking you to the bathroom with the piggyback ride, oh, yeah. and you know, um, I mean, there it's were time times for a piggyback could, ride. I have yeah. a take a piggyback ride but with then me. There you know, are times that, something yeah, something like that. <laughs> but there are times like you couldn't do it because I couldn't, I couldn't hang no, on. No, you actually couldn't physically yeah. be on my back yeah. or be carried by me without me actually hurting you. Yeah, because or, he would sl- something would or, slip out. Or once you started, yeah, I mean, huh. bef- actually before the the uh, fascial remodeling, I could pick you up and it was a lot less um, destructive to your body yeah. because you were just so bound up, you weren't moving. No, yeah. <laughs> and there once was, Ebony yeah, started working on you, there were there was a long period of time where I, if you needed help, I, we, we had to... We yeah, came up with other ways. Yeah, there's other <laughs> ways. And then and then we'll we'll end to with this before we go because th- this is the one thing is that when you have this illness, things happen. One night he accidentally when we woke up, the alarm went off, something happened, he accidentally kicked me and my uh. my pelvis popped out. I know you felt like crazy and then hold on, and then on our anniversary last year, we accidentally went over a speed bump we didn't know about and my <laughs> pelvis my hip and my shoulder popped out it looked like i had been in an auto accident as being the other zebra tell people you know before we go what what that's like when you have this illness and then you feel guilty over something you had no control of. oh my gosh <laughs> just as easily as i say you need to support your zebra, and I hate saying that. You know, yeah. I, I, it starts out a little corny, and after a while, it just doesn't even sound like a real word. You said it so many times, but that's what you are. And once you have seen you, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I apologize. No. I'm trying to drive We're and pay attention to, to where I'm going, and I'm and I'm. Time to pay attention to what I'm doing and not lose my train of thought. Yeah. Say it one more time. Yeah. All right, well. Please, oh, I apologize. Oh, oh, no, you're totally fine. No, I'm trying to even remember what I asked. CW is oh, kind of difficult oh, to drive oh, through. No, it is. Okay. Oh, no. About the fact that uh, 
my pelvis and stuff popped out when you were driving. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, we're back to the guilt thing. Yes. Oh, my yeah, God. Like, how do you sit there you and deal with that? You never will feel not- as guilty in your life as uh-huh. you will when you inadvertently try to help without being asked <laughs> and you end up you know, subluxing your your wife's uh-huh. shoulder or her whatever or, or her pelvis is you know, uh, tilted or, or whatever it is. You uh-huh. know, whatever you move, whatever you, you do, you, you hug her too daggone hard or you hug them too hard or you whatever it is. There's nothing worse than hurting, hurting the, your significant other, your zebra, because you're giving them a quick hug and a quick peck on the cheek goodbye before you go to work. And you got to text me and say, we got to turn that down a little bit. That hug was so hard I had to lay down on heat afterwards yep. because of my ribs or my back or something. It's, it's, nothing makes me feel any guiltier than adding to the pain that you get already all by yourself and see that's what now it's caused by me and and i cannot fix it again no it is it's but that's what we deal with so that's the beginning exactly and that's that's why we just popped in today just to kind of say this is what it's like from the spouse's point of view and we wanted to share that and put that out because we started the other zebra group because people were asking about it and so we just want you to participate and thank you for coming back here each and every day if you can support us on AWOL Zebra that's absolutely wonderful thank you he's been supporting me doing this podcast and it give you like at least real quick like a breath of fresh air that I'm talking to somebody else and not you all the time No, I, I, I knew as soon as you got off of the microphone on the radio that you were going to be insane until you found another outlet. Oh, gosh, yeah. So, not just because... Not just because you get, you're talking to someone else and not me all the time, <laughs> but because I think it, for you, and maybe not for everybody, but for you, it is a great help to you with your mental health oh gosh it is and for it, his too it, it, it calms you <laughs> down it'll it, it puts you a lot more at ease even maybe and i don't know i like to think that physically getting it out of your system saying what you got to say um takes kind of some of the stress out of of physically out of your body some of the tenseness and, and therefore hopefully some of the pain you know whatever it takes to make you feel better whatever your thing is do it and you know no, that- fortunately for us Chrissy's thing is talking <laughs> and she's got this podcast and that, that has helped her tremendously and you guys have helped her tremendously I talk about and hear about the listeners on the AWOL Zebra podcast more than I hear about anything other than my son Oh, yeah. That's, that's all she talks about is you and you guys. So, <laughs> so yeah. thank you for what you do for my wife but for, by listening to her because it has helped a lot. It definitely has. It's better than marriage counselor. It works out great. But I thank you for coming back each and every day. And I thank my husband for doing this. We wanted to get it up and out so everybody could hear it. And if you have a story and would like to share, we'd love to hear from you because you can find a little something in everybody's story to make your trip 
with this illness uh, a little bit easier because there is no handbook. It sucks, and you got to figure it out on your what? Write the handbook. Write the hand. He's going to do that and build blocks. So stay tuned, everybody. I've got lumber. That's what she said. (laughs) Okay, Christy Lenanchi and my husband, Chris Hanchi, on A Wall Zebra. Thank you, Chris, for being here. Thank you for having me. And thank you, everybody, everybody for being here. We're going to go take care of our son now. Christy Lahanji, AWOL Zebra. Have a lovely day. Bye.